Welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast, where tonight's episode we will hit our Insta Spotlight and our Sunday Showcase. I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax, and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories, and all things photography. Join Dermot and Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. And you're very welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. I'm sitting at home on my own because I don't want to do a podcast with some cork langer. So I said, do you Feck it. I'll just do it on my own. I prefer being on my own anyway. Oh, wait. What the hell is that looking at me on the front screen? Hello? How's it going, bye? What's the story like? How are you getting on up there on Limerick? Hold on a second. I thought I blocked you from the Zoom call, but somehow you're after wiggling your way into this. What's going on? Uh, news, news flash. I'm the host. Ah, sugar. All right. Of the Not Zoom, sure. but you're the host of this evening's episode. So yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, right. uh, that's I'm right. still, st- I'm still stalking you. Am I? Am I still stalking you? Am I? <laughs> You're still Can't get away from me. Woof woof. <laughs> anyway, it's your baby. It's the in- talking of throwing the balls. How's little puppy Vader? <laughs> He's great, man. He's full of full of beans. Yeah. He's uh, jumping around the place like a lunatic, and the lads are having great fun with him as well. Yeah, and brought him to the beach there uh, at the weekend, and. Unfortunately, I think he's a bit of a babe magnet, so nice. everybody was over to him. Yeah, nice dog, nice dog. You're you bringing know, so him good everywhere, so from now on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not bringing him anywhere. If that's the case, <laughs> let's yeah, not get yeah. the attention. True, 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 true. Anyway, look, Darren, let's uh, let's not beat around the bush. So we have a few things going on tonight, and we are going to hit our, uh, your kind of special topic, the Insta Spotlight, and our Sunday Showcase also. But first of all, on the agenda, we've missed another podcast, and uh, I've been getting <gasps> a few few messages saying, "What's going on?" Me too. What's going on? Me too. But do you know what? I think it's time to rip the plaster off and tell everyone what exactly is going to go on and what's going to happen for our future episodes. Shall we? Hang on, hang on. Tell me, don't tell me when you're going to put it. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on. The plaster's <laughs> off. Go on, yeah, right. I agree. So, yeah, I think, look, it's time for us, I suppose, to let people know, obviously, in regards to where we've been, but also what we're going to do. Yeah, very true, very true. So, look, we've started this podcast, you, John Myler, and I, back in the 24th of August, 2018, and we hit the ground running, and it's been very, very successful. I mean, like, we've got a ridiculous amount of downloads. Uh, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but it's, I think it's close to 100,000 downloads at this stage. And it's just going really, really, really well. We've got some great audience in Ireland, UK, Australia, Canada, America, you name it. All the big countries in the world, they are tuning in to listen to the Irish Photography Podcast. We've got a great following in America out of all the countries. I think it's just our accents, maybe. I don't know what it is. Must be. You know? well, it's hardly yeah. my looks, anyway. Oh, it's 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 got to be my looks, of course, because I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm my the voice. Of the group. Okay, yeah. face for radio, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody in America. Thanks for uh, continuing to tune in there to our sexy Irish accents. Exactly, exactly. I think maybe Greg Snell is just listening over and over and over again. Oh, but he's up in Canada. He's, he? he's he's Canadian and he's not in Canada. He was in Germany. Oh, that's he's right. Yeah, he's in Germany for like moving the to last Spain. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so look, we have like we haven't missed a beat. We've been really going, working really hard for the Bones the last two years, and 
I'd be lying and you'd be lying if we said it wasn't hard. You know, it's been extremely hard. It takes up a lot of time. It takes time away from family. It takes time away mm-hmm. from our jobs, you know, and like we don't get paid for this time. You know, this is, mm-hmm. we do it off our own backs. Okay, we get a little perk here and there, or maybe a small bit of a product, one a few bits and bobs, but we're not bringing in like, 200 euros a week or 300 euros a week to kind of help us make the podcast so it's a bit tougher from that side of things so what 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 do you think from from that side of well for me as you said look we've been doing the podcast every single week for the last two years and it is you know it's a passion it's something that we love doing and it's a lot of fun doing it as well and you know by the way we're not stopping doing it so just in case anybody's thinking that we're stopping doing it but Mm. uh it takes a lot of time to create every single week. And we come up with some various different topics. we got some great uh, guests in it. We've had a blast, you and I, I suppose, and everybody that we've met in it. But the time comes when you have to look and say, okay, how many more different ways can we start talking about ISO? I mean, yeah. there's not that many that you can actually do. So you know what? Rather than us shitty saying, outcome. Yes, Gavin Hardcastle. <laughs> so rather than us then just you know continuously saying, okay, what are we going to talk about this week? No, we did that. We did that a year ago. Or we did that two years ago. And we've thought yeah. about that as well, by the way, of going back over older topics that we've already uh, spoken about, just in case anybody's new to the podcast and they haven't heard them before. But you're kind of rehashing old stuff. So we said, you know what? How about we take a different approach of it right now? And then we're going into a season when for you, as you say, you know, it takes time away from work and you're a professional photographer. So mm. you need to be able to find the way to be able to make the money to pay the bills. And now you're going to come out of Corona and you're going to find yourself busy, hopefully, uh, mm. in things that you have to take photographs of. So you need to start gearing up for that, looking forward in relation to it Correct. as well. So I think it's a culmination of a number of things, really. But overall, like I say, I think we need to make a change into the hectic schedule in life that you and I both lead uh, to be able to come up with more, something more realistic instead of, Every single week has mm. to be up by Friday, has to be done. What are we going to talk about? And you know what? Like in fairness, I don't, I don't think out of the whatever, how many hundred and something episodes that we have, that there hasn't been a time that it hasn't been hard to create the podcast and all the work that goes in in the post-production of it as well afterwards. So, you know, it's a lot of work. It's a hell of a lot of work. And you and I and John as well, but you and I, I suppose, for the period of time for the last two years have had that 100% commitment to it and mm-hmm. haven't missed a beat. Okay, we missed a beat there a couple of weeks ago, but, yeah. That was just, that, that was that was by design, really. I was just tired, I was jaded, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't up to the podcast. I didn't even really want to do it. I was there going, if I do this podcast now, it's just going to be pure muck, going to be pure shite. And if I go on the microphone, it's just going to come out absolutely terrible. And I didn't want to do it, you know. Agreed. Absolutely. You were you asleep know. anyway. So, like, that was the most important part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this is the week, two weeks prior to this one. You know, uh, yeah, we were yeah. supposed to record yeah. two nights ago and I was fucking comatosed on the couch and my phone was going off about a hundred times and Trish absolutely lost the fucking plot. It wasn't just you, it's other people looking for me, you know. And she was like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on here? So she just went into my phone and texted everyone back. He is asleep. He is asleep. He is asleep. You know, so. <laughs> well, I don't know why she just didn't turn off the phone. Like, you know, but, nah, look, what but it was, is. Was your hand Was your hand not making loads of noise as well then with your Apple Watch, no? Oh, t- darn. Comod. Comatose. Yeah, sure. I was like, I'd say I would have got, at that stage, I was like 23 hours without sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you weren't waking me, 
you know. <laughs> Imagine it. Hello and welcome to the Irish Talk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I actually woke up at five o'clock in the morning on the couch. She left me there, like. She didn't want to move me in case I showed oh, up. Oh, the crick in the neck, man. Your goose for the next day. Oh, I, I, did, I didn't. I was fine. I actually had one of the nicest teams that I've ever had in my life, if I'm being totally honest. Maybe because I just saw it. kicked in Elwood. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You know, it was great. Great sleep. Really enjoyed it. And I went straight upstairs into the bed and then conked again, you know. So, yeah, good sleep. Wow. Anyway, this, we've spent way too much time talking about sleep. Anyway, so, but you get the idea. We want to keep the podcast fresh. We want to be able to come onto the microphone, being able to talk good topics. And if we do too much too often, then we don't have much to talk about in a certain degree. So, like you alluded to there a few minutes ago, my schedule is going to be absolutely hectic, hectic from September onwards because the kids are going to go back to school my jobs are starting to come back online. The confirmations and communions are coming in fast and furious because they're all being rescheduled. You come into October, then I'm gearing up for my Santa Grotto. Hopefully it goes ahead. And then I have weddings then coming into December then as well on top of that. And then from January onwards, I am just, oh, balls to the wall with weddings simply because of this coronavirus. Everything's backed up. I'm double booked the whole way up for the rest of the year. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just don't have the commitment or the time to do a podcast every week. So the plan of action is, what's what's going to happen is we're going to try and put one out every second week, but I'm not going to be on every second week. I'm going to try and come on as much as I can, but it's going to be looking like I'm going to be come on once a month. But you are going to try and come on every second week if you can and come on with someone else, you know, like a special guest or whatever. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, if you can get on once a month and I'll try and do, you know, two, I suppose, really, but one either on my own, which I don't really like doing, but uh, getting guests on or even members of the audience, I say, let's just say, or the community in the photography community, you know, if somebody wants to come onto the podcast and just talk about something, give me a shout with yeah. something interesting, you know, and I've got a, an opportunity, then we'll record it. And guess what? We'll have some fun anyway, either which way. But I think it's kind of a different schedule, an autumn schedule, autumn winter schedule, mm-hmm. dear. Let's call it that. No, let's move into the autumn season of the Irish Photography Podcast. Let let let's put some people up on a bit of a shelf here and kind of call them out. You got to come on the podcast. So there is Robert Ziegenfuss, our mate from yes. Kenmare, the Yank, Irish Yank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you have Keith Harkins, nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he's getting, mm-hmm. he's coming on leaps and bones, man. Absolutely, really, really good. Mark Fletcher, another one. Another. David absolutely. Woodland, where are you at, buddy? When did you come on the podcast? You know, talked about something else besides landscape, you know? Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Let's talk you about know? something other than landscape. Yeah. Can yeah, you about get a street photography. Not a landscape. Like, yeah. Yeah, Dave. Come on, Dave. Come on and talk about something that's not landscape, Dave. Let's get a guest on that's not landscape. Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. <laughs> So yeah, there you go. So there's just an idea, you know. Um, but look, there's 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 hundreds more. We get like our community that follow us, follow the podcast is absolutely great, and the amount of tags that we get on Instagram, it's unbelievable. Their photographs are awesome, and then the Sunday showcase, which we'll come to know after this quick break. I mean, it's just it's awesome. So we have a plethora of followers and Jesus, a big word, marmalade. Marmalade? Oh yeah. What are you on about? Plethora. 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 
My God, yeah, that's a bombshell. Go on anyway, yeah, yeah. I interrupted your train of thought there. We have a plethora, oh God. plethora of, of guests to choose from if they so do wish to come on the podcast. You don't have to be, have any of these big fancy setups or microphones, just your voice is good enough for us, you know? Have something interesting to say and be able to say it. And True. off we go from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that rules out uh, Bernard Garrity anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? No, to be fair to Bernard, he's doing a great job in his own podcast, you know what I mean? He's doing a fantastic uh, job, man. Unreal. Fantastic, you know. Uh, he's getting some fantastic guests as well on, and I think, you know, the way he's dealing with it, even himself, no, just like you, his own business being wiped out, you know, getting something to do, finding something interesting, yeah. but he's actually doing a phenomenal job in it, man. Phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah, I'm really enjoying mm. it. And uh, yeah, if you haven't listen to Bernard's podcast go on over there maybe it'll make up for if we're missing for one of the weeks <laughs> Joe we could even try to because I know Bernard goes on once every two weeks as well so we could maybe coincide like he releases one week we'll release the next one and trying to have them separate do you know just might make yeah. that balance a bit easier for everyone you know um, might do. it's just it's not a bad idea you know so uh, yeah, we'll maybe talk spot, to Bernard fair play to you. Yeah, yeah all right so look we'll just uh, we've, we've hashed that out enough haven't we I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah. look, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's not anything bad. It's just a different schedule. It's our autumn, winter schedule. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Hook us up on the right, Facebook so. group anyway, and uh, you know, or shoot us a message if you're not in the Facebook group. By the way, go on to Facebook, search the Irish Talk to Podcast. Boom, it's there. Click join. I think it says, uh, and then it's going to ask you for a name of a host. Name me or Dermot or Bernard or anyone that's been on the podcast, and uh, or off you go. Don't forget yeah. about Devin. Yes. Yeah, and Robert. <laughs> Who's Robert? Sigmund Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Future potential guest. All right, yeah. so, guys. Come on, Robert. We're going to go for a quick break, and we'll be right back in 2, 3, 7, 20 seconds. All right. After this. Today's episode is sponsored by O3. As a company with an international reputation for quality and customer care that they are told is second to none, they fully understand their obligation to you, the customer. Each suit is manufactured to an established procedure that they have developed and evolved over the years. With their experienced, dedicated team, O3 has grown into the respected dry suit and wetsuit manufacturer and is an established market leader putting quality neoprene innovation and service at the very core of everything they do. O3, come in from the cold. And you're very welcome back, back, back to the Irish Photography Podcast. And now we have Darren. I got a new host. I got a new host. Peter McKinnon is on the host. Oh, hi, Peter. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, man. Wow, it's been, oh, it's been, you know, something we've been waiting for so long. I said we'd have you on, but fair play to you, Peter. What's up? Second half. I'm delighted that that Dermot fella's off on the second half of the show. He's doing every second or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he said so, yeah. Yeah, man. How are you getting on, man? Yeah, man. Good, good. I'm loving this Canon ESR5, man. It's absolutely amazing. Amazing, man. I mean, like, amazing. I'm so, so looking forward and so enthusiastic about this podcast. Make some coffee there, Pete, would you? I only like Monster Man, like Dermot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted your flow there again. My apologies. Go on anyway right, there, buddy. Dermot. We won't Pete. Over it. So, uh, yeah, we're back to your, uh, your baby, your Insta Spotlight. 
And this week's Insta Spotlight is Mr. Henry O'Brien, a Carconian. Uh, don't know whereabouts in Cork, I'm guessing Cork City as our Insta Spotlight. And Henry is a very, very good and technical photographer. I mean, this dude will try his hand on absolutely anything. As you explained um, during the week, that he's more of an experimental photographer. Would that be right? That's what I would consider Henry is, yeah. He's more of somebody who's going to experiment with his camera to see what he can get and see, do you know what, would that work? How would I make it work? And playing around with light. I mean, you look at Henry's Instagram feed, you know, you could tell looking at my Instagram feed that I'm a landscape photographer and that's it, nothing else. When you look at Henry's, you couldn't pinpoint what type of photographer he is because he takes a photograph of everything. And I think yeah. that's the interesting thing in regards to Henry because he seems to always have a camera in his hand. You know, he would go taking different photographs all over wherever he is, but a lot of them is in Cork, fair play, keep it rising, you know, up to Rebel County. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the biggest thing, I think, when I look at uh, Henry's body of work, and it's a body of work on Instagram, I mean, there's something like 1,700 photos up on Instagram, and scrolling through the images, I wanted to kind of give it a good shot in regards to the work, because I know there's a number of images in the past that I would have seen that Henry has taken, and I wanted to go back, and I went back all the way through every single image, and I scrolled through to find the ones that I knew that were by Henry, and that's in regards to, I suppose, a, a good compliment when I can remember an image that's been taken by a photographer specifically rather than just the image. And that's why mm. I said, you know what, he could be a very, very good person to have on the uh, Insta Spotlight for this week because the breadth of work that he has, but also the type of results that he's able to get. Um, and I suppose, you know, if I can just talk about one, I suppose, just kick it off. Um, and it's an image actually from 2017. So I wasn't joking when I said I went all the way back, right? So it's April wow. 12th, 2017. And it's an image of somebody standing on the road with an umbrella. And it looks like it's raining. It also looks like there's a race of some sort that's going on. So it's probably one of those um, pit girls or whatever it may have been. But it's just such a striking image to me because she's completely silhouette. And then you've got the light coming in behind it which is lighting up the rain. It's either rain or it's, you know, heat from moisture after rain or something like I that at a race course or something like that. But for me, straight away, I, it struck it because then she stood there with an umbrella and you see the silhouette of the umbrella as well. And then just by chance on the left-hand side, which is not what even you're looking at at the image, but, you know, your eye will be drawn straight to her. But on the left-hand side of that, then you see people that are just sitting on what looks like an old, um, um, whatchamacallit, four by four kind of quad thing, you know? So it's at some event because there's cones and everything there as well. So for me on the image, such a simple image, but to have your camera there to be able to take that moment. And I think that's what Henry does is in a lot of it. He has his camera with him so he can capture that moment. So that was yeah. why I suppose in regards to from one of the older uh, images, and like I said, that's back from uh, 2017. Have you any images, I suppose, Sorry. really that, you know, would strike you from his work? Yeah, so like what stood out to me was the, um, this one image which he has in the port of Cork. So it's like, so <coughs> excuse me, uh, coronavirus. Um, the uh, he's got some big boat, and then he's got the f the picture framed with a very menacing sky, and these two kind of cranes for shipment containers on either side to help balance the image. I thought it's just a really, really, really nice image. I just, I loved it, but. The one thing that sticks out to me, 
it's just that this one little cone in the water off the left. I would just love to have cloned cloned that out <laughs> just to balance the image absolutely perfectly. But I, I really, really like that image. It's just it's got so much going for it. And if you look at the colours of the image, like they're very striking. The blues are very intense. And then if you look at the containers, which is very, very clever. Now, whoever stacked the containers, they like remember I said to you, we do these things subjectively. Didn't I say about picking colours? If you look at the containers, they're all green and red. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the ship now there's one blue at the bottom right but the majority of them are all green and red and I wonder oh. did he no, who, who who selected green and red containers you know did they realise the, that they're on the colour the co- wheel the, the colour uh, selector tool in photoshop <laughs> <laughs> you know so I just I thought that was very clever I, 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 you know, I really really liked that and whether Henry copped it or not it doesn't really matter but I just, yeah, that, that one really kind of stood out to me straight away. And the other one that did stand out to me as well was the the place that you were mad about photographing a hundred times uh, with your moon rising over is the Black Rock Castle. No, I wasn't. That was, that was, that was Photo Castle. But yeah, oh, I know sorry. the image of... Yeah, but I know the image of that you're talking about a Black Rock Castle. Go on, yeah, yeah describe it got, because it's a great. He's got image. loads of them. He's got loads yeah. of Black Rock Castle. He's go. He must go there quite often. But he's got this lovely, strong leading line coming from the bottom left, and it just curls around up to the um, the castle, and just again, just really kind of intense sky, and that's what I, I, I've been liking a lot lately. Um, yes, it's, what it, it's what's in vogue in my mind, as they say. So. Um, yeah, I'm really liking yeah. some of those images that he, that he does, you know. And do you know what? Here's another image as well, and something that you know you kind of hear is it is it is it a folklore image when he when I first heard about it was I heard about a guy who got a photograph of a shell leaving a I think it would be an anti aircraft gun or something like that, and I went nah no way and it's like yeah he got a photograph of the shell leaving the anti aircraft gun and it's a fantastic shot. Um, I think uh, Henry was in the army. I think I'm not quite sure, but you actually have, you know, the gun on the left hand side of the screen. You got the plume of smoke, but just above the plume of smoke, you can see the shell leaving it. And for mm-hmm. him to be able to capture that shot, you know, obviously, it, you know, you must be used to it and everything else. But to be able to know when it's going to be there, bang, get the shot. It was actually expertly done. And another image, speaking of expertly done, is something that you tried and failed miserably at, which was. Water droplet photography. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. I was awesome. Awesome. You were in your arse. Awesome. <laughs> if, if awesome I was, was the terrible dictionary. I was for shocking. <laughs> oh, I was shocking, bad man. I, I rocked on thinking I could do it. Yeah, I can do this. Boom. Yeah, useless. Mm. Well, you know what? I've done a lot of research, I suppose, on it since you failed because I figured, you know what? Maybe I'll do it and show Jeremy how it's done. Mm-hmm. It doing that. But I just wanted to figure out how it would be done. And to do it properly, you need to have a water dropper so that you get one droplet that's coming down and then another droplet comes down and hits that as it comes back up. And then you get your perfect corona, pardon the pun, and the phrase in regards to it. But Henry has an image there that he's taken. It's very cleverly done because, like I said earlier, you know, he uses light. So he's got all the different colors of the rainbow, probably in maybe one light bar at the back, I suppose that's a multicolored light bar, or maybe a sequence of different lights. But the whole scene is the full colour spectrum. So number one, that grabs your eye. And then number two, in the centre of the image, you have that perfectly focused 
the water uh, spike or spire going up with mm-hmm. the corona hitting on the way down, each of the edges of it has a perfectly placed uh, droplet of water all in exactly equidistant distance coming out from the centre. But not only that, but you've got the ripples then underneath that which reflect all those colours that are used in the background. And in the water is the reflection of the actual corona that was right above it as well. It is an incredible photograph. It's a colour explosion, but it's done it's done precisely. And, you know, I took a screenshot of the image so I could be able to save it. And when you look at it up close, my God, man, it's nailed. Done. Unbelievably good. And that was an image straight away. I went, ah, I must talk to Dermot about that now because, you know what, Henry managed mm. to do it. Like, huh? How about that? Yeah, I just, like, yeah, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, mo- mo- and moving on again to experimenting. Like I said, you know, if I'm an exper- experimental photographer, something which struck me is, and I've done both, I've done this type of image myself, uh, and maybe, just maybe, because this image was taken when, oh, I didn't get the date when, I, when this image was taken. I don't know if it was taken before or after I did mine, and it might have been the image that inspired me to do mine. You know that kind of way when you see something similarly at one point? Yeah. And then, right? So it's Mullenhassock Falls, and as you know, I like Mullenhassock Falls. Mm-hmm. And I also have a lens ball, and I took a photograph of putting the lens ball down on the leaves with the reflection and then reverse it. And that's exactly what Henry that, yeah. has done. But what he's got done with it, I think is actually better than mine. <laughs> because the the focus that he has within the lens ball was actually better. Maybe my lens ball wasn't as good. I got a bit of distortion from whatever poor manufacturer yeah. because it has to be complete crystal. But that was another image that struck me. And the final one that struck me was something else that I've done. And it's great fun to do. It can be painful if you do it wrong, which I learned. <laughs> is um, <laughs> steel wool spinning. And, you know, he, he got a photograph of it. It's a great photograph, but there's something within the image. And what I love about steel wool spinning is that, you know, you're doing a long exposure, 25 seconds, you're filling up a whisk with wire wool, and you're light, you're basically lighting that wire wool. You can even light That's it with right. a 9 volt battery. You don't even need a flame because it's highly combustible in that point when it gets the charge. Did you ever right? stick your tongue to one of them? Yes, once. Yeah, I did it. I did it more than once. <laughs> <laughs> cheap, cheap trills, by cheap trills. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Oh, yeah, I can still feel it. But anyhow, so you you fill this up, you do that, and then you spin it over your head, okay? And because your camera is exposing, it takes every single filament as it flies out in a in a circle. That's fine. But when they hit the ground is when you start getting the bounces of those filaments. So you actually get them hitting, and then you get them breaking up and bouncing into smaller filaments. But within Henry's image, there are three large filaments that actually caused their own individual shape that's slightly different to the others. So it either, when he was spinning it round, they popped out and they went in a slightly different direction to the others. Mm. And it really, really stands out as an image to me. Uh, And again, like I said, it's experimenting with photography and it's saying, I like this, how could I do it? But even what he's done there, I think is done quite well and differently, you know? Yeah, he's definitely a talented photographer for sure. I mean, like his his portfolio speaks for itself. You know, his Instagram page, like he's one thousand and twenty two one thousand two hundred twenty photographs. Uh, he's one thousand four hundred and fifteen followers. You know, he definitely deserves more followers. If I'm being totally honest, because he puts a lot of work into it, Darren. You know, it's not easy. It genuinely is not easy. So yeah, it's not absolute. And you know what? Anybody that's involved in the club scene, 
And anybody that's mm. been doing anything in regards to LIPFs, AIPFs, FIPAs, or whatever the, the different acronyms are, if you're there, you're most likely, after getting your uh, grading and your qualification, Henry's the one that's most likely taking the photograph of you. So yeah, that's right, yeah. he, he goes to all of these events, he works in the background tirelessly and helping everybody, but anybody who's gotten those photographs done, it's Henry most likely that's taken that image as well. So yeah, yeah. I think as, a, as an all-rounder, like I said, he probably has a camera glued to his hand and it never comes off his hand. And that's why I said, you know what, I think he's a good uh, pick for our Insta Spotlight for this week. For and, sure. You know, to, to, to follow him in, on uh, Instagram, it's Henry underscore O underscore Brian. So yeah, cool. jump onto Instagram and uh, give him a follow. And sure, look, let him know that the Irish Photography Podcast sent you. You never know. He might say thanks. <laughs> Oh, he probably hit you with a rocky as well, you know. Oh, those fecking plonkers from Limerick and, oh yeah, Cork. He's, yeah. he's from Cork. If he's from Limerick, he probably stabbed me in the eye with a biro. <laughs> True as story, you kid. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so let's move over to our Sunday showcase. And for those... Sunday showcase. New listeners out there, the Sunday showcase consists of Darren and myself selecting three photographs Neither of us know exactly what we've picked, the other one has picked, and we will talk about our favorite photographs in the previous week's Sunday showcase. And um, yeah, let's go at it, Darren. All right, do you want to go first? Am I, oh, am I going first? Okay, all right. So, look, I'll just be nice, right. yeah, <coughs> for a change, <coughs> for once, Jesus, yeah. do, do the lottery or something. There's something good about to happen here. I'm not quite sure, maybe I don't know. Okay, uh, an image here that I picked is from last week's uh, Sunday Showcase. And it's uh -huh. an image by Tony Campbell. Uh, and it's got to do with right now in, in regards to where we are from the period of time in August. We get our meteor showers and we get the Perseid meteor showers. And he's mm. got an image taken over an old ruin. And for me, you know, okay, to be there to get the photograph over the old ruin is one thing. But then number two, be able to get the meteor and the meteor is bang smack in the middle of the frame right above it, perfect timing, being out there waiting for it. And you know what? There's nothing more rewarding. I don't know if you've ever gone taking photographs and hoping to catch meteors in the meteor showers. Um, but Never. you either can be very, very unlucky because you get clouds or you're yeah. lucky, like right now, you got clear skies. Yeah. Do you say Tony Campbell, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the one at the Hill of Slain. With yes. the green lights, yeah. yeah. How the hell has the meteor got a green light on it, just out of curiosity? Um, because they will have a green glow to them as they hit the atmosphere above. Anyone that you All would right. see like that. Is it, even in the last couple of days, I've seen a lot of ones because we clear skies and you see them that they've got a, a, a green glow to them. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. No, I like the image. That's really, really cool. It's something definitely different for sure, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you didn't pick that one, obviously. So we're, okay, what's nope. your first? It's not will a landscape. We finally, will we finally have something that Dermot and Darren agree on as their images from the Sunday showcase? Sorry, it's not a landscape image. Dave Woodlands, not, 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 not a landscape image. Yeah, go on. So, my, one of my favourites, top three, is from Fionnbar o Mirad Haig. Sorry, I just I know it's not nothing from Japan, about no. Don't, don't butcher his name. <laughs> Fionnbar o Murrah Haig, right? So okay. he took a photograph of his dog, a teddy bear, and an airplane, all in one. Okay. And uh, it was shot in the Aviation Museum in Shannon. 
and I absolutely adore the image. I love it. He definitely used off-camera flash without a yes. shadow of a doubt because he's not going to get the same amount of detail. Um, no camera has that amount of dynamic range. So it's just, it's absolutely epic. I love it. And the ba- the image has been uh, backlit from the sun you know so that's your 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 main fill if you if you want to look at it that way like that's mm-hmm. one of your soft boxes and then you got another one off to the right because you can see the shadow light fall off to the left and i mm-hmm. just i just love it it's got a lot going for it. it's got like this little kind of lunch box or something with salmon it kind of the aviation kind of box you've got the teddy bear the dog then with this beautiful pose and it's little bit of his tongue just sticking out mm-hmm. i just Stop love it, it. I, I, it's, it's just that image just jumped out at me very well executed lit beautifully and yeah that's a winner in my eyes man fair play to you Finbar love it yeah I love it uh, it's a very good very good photograph as well and actually it was close to me actually picking it because as you say in regards to the puppy I'm going to get a soft spot to let you know but no I didn't mm. pick that one um, so yeah okay we're on two different images but two good choices I think yeah uh, yeah back to me my second choice and I actually have a bone to pick with the photographer in regards to this and we mentioned him earlier on, actually. So it's Mark Fletcher. So it's oh, his yeah? second time, no, or third time, I think, actually, going back to Gugambara. And every time he's gone oh. back to Gugambara, he's gone with somebody not from Cork. And I'd given out to him already. I said, you go to Gugambara and you don't even ask a person from Cork. And, and also, both times, I think, when he went there, he only went to the lake and he didn't go up into the woods. And I told him to go up into the woods in regards to what things he could find up there. And he hasn't gone up there either. Mm. But... That's okay, Mark. We still love you, right? Because I picked your image because I think it is a phenomenal image what you've actually captured. So yeah. <clears throat> anybody that knows Gugambara, you know, it's uh, it's actually the the, 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 what, the origin, or the, is it, that's what it's called, where the river starts, the origin of the River Lee, right? Yeah, so that's it starts, right, yeah. it starts from there, and you've got a lake, you've got an old oratory, St. Finbar's oratory. St. Finbar, I think, is the patron saint of Cork, I think. I'm not, I, could, I could be wrong on that. But... When you go out there in the morning, it's pretty much covered and surrounded by uh, hills, so you don't get much wind. So you get water that's flat on the lake that's there, and you get a beautiful mm. reflection. And a lot of people will go there to try and get photographs, obviously, of still water. And you can look at that and you can go, okay, great. But the best thing to have on the still water there is also fog. And Mark has been there. I think it was his third attempt to get it, and he's gotten right. fog. And he's gotten his image, I think, which he was after in relation to it. But... I love it because I made up for him forgetting it. Um, but also, you know what, I think he executed the image as well quite well. Um, you know, And we've said that Mark, his skills have come on leaps and bounds. Uh, even in, uh, we met Mark for the first time, I think actually a year ago, when we were up at the 53 Degrees North uh, outside broadcast. And mm-hmm. you know, even to see the progression uh, from Mark at that point in time, I think is phenomenal. So yeah, well done. That's why I've picked your image. But yeah, like I say, come to Cork. After I told you, to don't even, do you know what I mean? Like there's something wrong here. I don't know. It must be wrong. It must be my hairstyle, or I don't know. It must be my accent. Maybe he just doesn't like it, Darren. I think I'll put on you a Kerry I mean? accent or a Limerick accent or or, or, or yeah, probably Limerick Donegal accent. Because he likes me. He doesn't like you Donegal, at all. I don't think Donegal accent. You know. Hey, welcome to Google. Uh, me personally, I absolutely adore the image. I didn't yeah. pick it, truth be known, but I, I I loved how it's so well balanced and he broke all the rules for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you were to put that in the rule of thirds, yeah, it'd be grand. But this is framed so nicely by its own ingredients on the image. Yes. So yes. you look at the, the the forest on the right hand side, if if you want to call it a forest. The the church is it a church? Is it yeah? 
Yeah, it's a church. You can get married yeah. there, like, if you want to get married again, yeah. like. No, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm still paying back the fucking bills of the last one. <laughs> um, well, I'm not actually, but anyway, um, it's it's beautiful church. It's so quaint. It's so small and and petite. You know, it's it's a really really nice image, and that church then the reflections are just so still, and you have the mountain range in the background just kind of falling off to the left. Beautiful image, and like you said, beautiful. it's like loads of people have it with distilled water but not many have it with the fog. So it's just, yeah. I've never even been there. It's definitely on my cards to go do a vlog or something from there for sure. Yeah. Without you. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to say it. Yeah, don't bother <laughs> ringing me, obviously, because, you know. Obviously, no one wants to ring. I'll ring Mark Fletcher to bring me down there. <laughs> if he can bring the fog. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Put in your bag yeah. there, Mark, bring it with you. <laughs> two two uh, for one. What's your second? Uh, it's uh, not another landscape. Oh my god! So okay. yeah, it's uh, it's another animal, believe it or not. Okay, for sure. And it's from our good old buddy Milo Van Beck, and ah, he's yes. got an absolute stunning picture of a bird. I don't know what freaking bird it is. It could be a bird of prey for all you know. I know I'm not up to speed with my wildlife, um, but it's. It's ridiculously well lit. I mean, look at the shadow detail on the left-hand side of the bird. Mm -hmm. And it's got mm -hmm. this beautiful kiss of light just hitting off his chest and his eye and the side of his beak. And it's just, it's so well framed. The, the bird and the perch just fill the frame and dominate the image and everything else just falls away into this beautiful bokeh in the background. It's just... I love it. I really, really do love it. And there's a hint then, an absolute hint of rim light. And you can see it on the back over to the left. It's just, ah, oh, I'm actually ridiculously, I don't like birds. I don't. What? What? Uh, I'm sure they're good for everyone, but I, I, I've never been jealous of a, of mine, a bird image. Mine. But I am now. This is just phenomenal. It is stunning. <clears throat> it is stunning. It's absolutely beautiful image. And you know what? Uh, it was actually fourth image that I had picked uh, but I had to only pick three yeah. um, because I'm a landscape photographer I said you know what I'm picking birds like they'll be going has he gone soft in the head like do you know what I mean he's picking birds like go off the stage but no mm -hmm. uh, fantastic image and I agree with you Milo you've done a phenomenal job and the lighting on it I mean ah. pick up the, the nuances when you know what to look for and you see yeah. all of that in the image and as you say the treatment of the image, I think, is perfect. The sharpness, okay, Facebook kills every single bit of quality. You know, if you ever want to put an image up on Facebook and expect somebody to go, my God, look how sharp it is, you're not going to get it on Facebook. But you know this image is sharp because you mm -hmm. can just see that the image is perfectly done. So, yeah, I uh, agree with you on that one. Well done, Milo. That's a, a phenomenal choice. Yeah. Yeah. Back to me. No, you're up to you. You're up to two you. For, two for two, yeah? Yep. Okay. But for me, um, an image and didn't appeal to me at the first, you know, I kind of go through these and then I'm looking and go, oh, I like that, I'll mark that, I like that, I'll mark that. And then I kind of go through a process of elimination. And the reason I picked this next image was at first glance, it drew me in and I wanted to know what it was. And the second glance was I knew what it was because I was there. And the third was I had taken a similar shot from pretty much exactly the same spot. But again, it wa mine wasn't as good as what I see here. And what I see here is an image taken of the Fairy Glen in Snowdonia. And it was something I went on a workshop at the oh, time yeah. with Bernard and Rodney. Um, and this image, 
I just really love the way it's been processed. You know, the the image, obviously, you know, there is a playing and dodging and burning, but the way the dodging and burning is done, I think it's done exceptionally well. You've got a natural flow that comes through within mm. that image anyway of the, the, the flow of the water. If anybody's been there, it's a stunning place to go to. But he's photographed this uh, image, um, and it's Ian Stronghill, by the way, who's taken the image. But he's photographed this image in a way that you kind of want to see what's at the very end of it because mm. the lines in the water, the way the rocks are framing and anchoring it at the bottom, and at the very end of it is a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of a waterfall <clears throat> or a bit of a stream, and it's a beautiful image to me. And that gets my uh, pick because also he's played with the lighting on the rock side or side as well to kind of bring that part of the image because you could leave that black, you could leave that dark because those rocks are dark, but he hasn't, so he's played with that as well. And I do like the, again, little subtle, subtleties that are done in it. Uh, and Ian, for me, that gets my uh, choice for the third uh, image for me. Yeah, I love it. And what I love about it is the fact that he didn't shoot absolutely everything pin sharp. He left yeah. the foreground soft. And yeah. it's nice to see that for a change because everything doesn't have to be sharp in the image. You know, I, I kind of get that from a wedding side of thing and a portrait side of thing. I try make shit blurry all the time if that makes any sense <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. know you know as but, long as the eye is sharp yeah exactly know? but don't they say that the only thing that really should be sharp is what you want somebody to see because otherwise it just becomes yeah. a distraction because it, just like light it becomes a focus or a focal point in the image sharpness and bokeh can do exactly yeah. the same thing and exactly. even going back to milo's image with the bird the bokeh and the background of that makes that yeah. bird more prominent so you could have a shed load of clutter in behind all that, but you're never going to see that because your focus is on what you want the eye to be. So I agree with you on that as well, yeah. Yeah, I really like that image. It's, it's definitely somewhere I'd like to go because I remember when I seen your vlog from there one time, you know, you were kneeling down over there on that exact rock, weren't you? In one of your vlogs. I, I walked I out there, yeah. I did a yeah. ghostographer image where I did a 30-second exposure. Is that it? And yeah. I, was th I was in it for 15 seconds and out of it for 15, so you could see through me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, yeah, very well done. Well done, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, good image. Thanks. But unfortunately, we uh, we're still unmatched with any photograph wow, man. to date. Wow. Yeah. So, what is um, it? Your, I, 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 can I guess what your next one is and the last one? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you'll get it, but uh, what do you think it is like? Okay, it's not landscape. Correct. Okay, it's not on the ground, on the land. Correct. It's in a body of water. Correct. And it is a type of fish. Correct. And it's taken with a macro lens. Correct. Oh! <laughs> I Spot got somewhere there towards it. Anyway, yeah, go on, tell everybody uh, what your choice is, because I know what it is. So, yeah, it's an absolute... Gorgeous fish. I don't know what the, the name of the species is, but uh, it's 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 gorgeous. Again, you're looking for this beautiful bokeh, and it's very very easily achieved with any macro lens, because the the depth of focus on those things are just ridiculous. Like you know, because you can get really in close, and everyone else just seems to fall off. But I love the color treatment that he's actually gave it. You know, that's done in post-processing. That's not really, really, really there. So that's just Andy Clark, who is an absolute tremendous YouTuber, especially if you're into scuba diving. This dude is is really fun. 
easy to listen to, easy to watch. He's actually got his own podcast also. You were on it. About scuba diving. That's correct. Yeah. And like, do you yeah, know. You cheated on me. <laughs> so look if you are looking for another podcast to listen to do go over to Andy Clark he's called Andy the Northern Diver uh, Fancy a Brew podcast I mean it's just it's absolutely brilliant and like you would associate scuba diving with come on let's not beat around the bush males males do a lot of scuba diving but he's gone out of his way to interview as many girls at scuba as he can possibly can and kind of promote got that side of I did it because I'm like a girl. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's okay. I got pink fins. It's okay. Have you and pink fins? No, I don't. <laughs> orange. Are they orange? Are they orange? Are they orange? Oh, I'll tell yeah. you, I'll tell you a story orange? about the... Uh, do, uh, do we have enough time? I don't know. Yeah, I wanted orange fins, but they can't get them for me or something like that. Anyway, but yeah, there's a longer story than that, but I won't waste your time. But yeah, it is a fabulous, fabulous image. I mean, like it's tack sharp, straight onto the eyeball of the fish and everyone else falls away into it. I mean, like it's it's beautiful. And the color scheme, he's got like uh, orange and teal. So you're going to kind of a filmmaking kind mm -hmm. of preset or a treatment in the tone curves with it. You know, it's just, it's beautiful. I, I really, really do like it. Yeah, I love it as well. Uh, but I knew straight away that it was going to be yours, so I didn't pick mm -hmm. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could so have had we could have we could have had a match, but I said no. You know what? Uh, uh, the, the, the 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 fairy Glen uh, won it out for me. Well, the others won it out for me too. I want to stick with my tree. But yeah, I think so, a very very good choice as well, Dad. Uh, and interesting yeah, again, you likewise. know, like we have a number of ones to choose from, but we've all. Each time chosen different uh, images, but it yeah. just goes to show. And like we said, every single time we've done this, and let's say it again, our dog is making noise in the background, but that's okay. Um, woof, we're woof. Used, to it, used to it coming from your side anyway. Um, yeah. You know, we said it every single time we've done this. It's an exceptionally hard task to do to try and pick out just oh. three images from the incredible <laughs> caliber uh, of people. Do you know, one second, <laughs> I got to get this dog. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, you're he, right. He, he really right wanted there. to be on the podcast, so he had to come on. Oh, the podcast, look at yeah. him! And that's he's trying to eat the microphone licking, now. licking the microphone there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like, you're right. Like, there's 76 comments, 76 images posted in the Sunday showcase this week, and I mean, they're they're all they're all brilliant. Bangers. And unfortunately, we can only pick three. Like you know, yeah, yeah. They're um, all bangers. I would love love to pick beef for banger. I would have loved to pick more, but look, let's keep it to three. But yeah, we're still... So does this mean we're not kindred spirits? That we can never pick the same image? No, I think we probably are kindred spirits that we do the opposites. Okay. But come here, Whatever. thinking That's of this now, didn't you say that we were going to do something different for the next time we did this? What was your idea that you had on the fly? And I went, That's a brilliant idea. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's the, the idea fans, now? Go on. The followers have to... Like, we've picked our tree. Like, this isn't, this isn't a real competition. This is just to get more of the followers more engaged into it and kind of give them a, a sense of feedback. There's no prizes because uh, there was a comment, and I'm going to say it straight out there, and I there was a comment saying, you're the judges, why can't you pick a winner? Dude, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah, This is nothing well. serious, you know. Relax the cacks, just a small bit. It's mm -hmm. just a way to kind of get our fans, our viewers into the more community. engagement. And the community, yeah, you build know, the community, like, yeah. Okay, we might pick out three, like, and all of a sudden we could be completely bat batshit crazy, and they'll go, "What are you picking out those three for?" I didn't like them. I mean, but that's that, that, yeah. that's not neither here nor there. It's about of what we've picked out 
of the ones we've picked, what's your favourite of those six? Because it's going to be exactly. six. Let's face it, it is never probably going to be five, four. It's most definitely never going to be three images because yeah. we've never matched anything. So it's always going to be six images. And of the six that we've picked, let's have a bit of fun. You know, yeah. and we can say that's going to be the one. But didn't we say that the one then that gets the most becomes the cover? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So whatever gets the most becomes yeah, the cover yeah, for a week yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's when I went off into my rant, or did I do that in my head? You probably did that in your head. Yeah, and I went off into it's my a dangerous rant. place up there. Like, well, I'll get it out of my head now. I'll get it into my rant in regards to what's been in my head for a while. Is that I cannot oh God, for the life of me understand why people get so excited about something when it's just a cover photo. And on, on Monster Landscape Photographers, I've done a number of things over the years, and I'm pretty That's much right. stopping doing them all in it now because it annoys me so much in regards to it. Like, it's a competition. No, it's not a competition. It's just, let's pick a cover photo. And people get so animated about it. Why Do they? Vote for oh, my God, it's ridiculous. Like I said before, and the competitions, when I first started Monster Landscape Photographers, that was fun. But it very quickly turned into people that will try anything that they can to try and win for whatever reason. So let's not oh try gosh. and have that with this one. This is just a bit of fun, lads. You know, whatever image you're liking, as you said, it's not a competition. There is no prize except, yeah, your image can be on the cover photo on our uh, private Facebook group, by the way, as well, of people yeah. who are in our community. So, yeah. <laughs> rant over, rant over, rant over. <laughs> Do you need a hug there or something? No, man, Jesus but you know what? It, it, it really, but you're right. You're right. It, you are it annoys, right. It annoys me, right? Because, you know, I put so much work over the years into Monster Landscape Photographers to build an exceptional community. And it was ruined, in my opinion, by people yeah. trying everything that they can do to try and cheat at something, which is something that you should be passionate about. And I had prizes. And I had a lot of prizes in Monster Landscape Photographers. And that's when you start to see the true colours of people coming out. And it annoyed the shit out of me. Sorry, but yeah. that's me speaking my mind. And you know what? I created a phenomenal community, and it still is a phenomenal community amongst the landscape. But for me, mm. that took the passion completely out of it. Uh, and like we said at the beginning, for me, definitely, this is a passion. I do this because I love photography. I have no financial gain. Yet I people yeah. messaging me on all different things, attacking me for all different things because I'm trying to organize a bit of fun for people to give something back. So, yeah, okay. Rent over, right? Done. Let's have a bit of fun Done. with the cover photo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy uh, voting for that one. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, may the best image win. I know which one I'll be voting for, for sure. And that's it for this week's episode, guys. If you'd like to further your experience, please do join the Facebook. Like Darren said a while ago, just name a host and tell us what genre of photography you kind of like. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, please do as Darren kind of takes that side of things and kind of does the Friday features with some great photographers who have we have following us here also. And that's it for us for this episode. I've been me. Darren's been Darren, and we've really, really enjoyed this episode of the Irish Photography Podcast. And I'll see you in two weeks. Not one, two weeks. Ayo. Shalom to fall, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. If you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating, and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done... We'll see you next week, and remember, keep shooting.